Hello, everybody. Doing a uh, podcast while being a little inebriated. I figured it'd be cool. Try this out. Be drunk a little. Make a podcast for me. Drunk. That could be for you. Drunk. Eh, drinking. Let's go over some news. Uh, let's see here. What do we got here? We got a restaurant owner alleges chokes, allegedly chokes woman in dispute over cold fries. <laughs> so, uh, pardon me. I'm going to burp here real quick. According to this report, uh, this dude cooked some fries and uh, I guess they weren't warm enough and this lady complained they argued and then he choked her and the article is pretty bare minimum it seems like it just is an article just to be an article in the sense that uh, <laughs> there could be more to it like he like they like she called him out talk some shit to him slapped him a little and then he went fucking crazy and choked her <laughs> that's about it about that article it, it's weird it's just like you click on the article and there's not much to it just that he uh, went and choked her over oh, some fries that sounds salacious doesn't it I wonder what really happened there did he, he cook the fries he was having a bad day and then she was like uh-uh, bitch. These fries are fucking cold. You best give me some fucking fries. And then he just fucked her up. Who knows? But they didn't really explain. So, who's to know? Good news report, huh? Good job finding the news. Where could North Korea strike the U.S.? <laughs> wow. More about where where things could happen. And more nuclear bombing and everything. I don't really care. It's not much there. And news. Too many cases of smuggling. After 26... Oh, more bad news. I don't want to talk about it. Bad news, bad news. Alright, alright. You know what? Let me change it up. Maybe there's better news. Is there CBS 8 news? My hometown. Maybe there's better news. Uh, no. I don't have that loaded up. I'm not going to even try. <sighs> so I figured I'd do this podcast while drinking. And maybe we'll come up with some funny things to say or do. I am a fan of anime and everything. Maybe I'll watch anime and break down an episode. I was thinking of doing that, doing a commentary on anime. You know, because why not? I like anime. People should know about anime. <sighs> Pretty good day today. I went to work and uh, saved some lives. This dude went to a seizure. That was pretty crazy. Um, most seizures, you know, they're quiet. But, you know, but this guy, he was screaming. He was quadriplegic. He was like, ah. Everyone seemed a little bit biffed. Uh, poor guy. 
you know, the seizures. Tourists say contracted hepatitis A on San Diego trip. You know what? Hmm. It's a big deal in San Diego, hepatitis A. Everyone's getting it. But that's in the news. Not really. Like, I work in the medical field. I've only seen that many people getting hepatitis A. But holy shit, do people come in to get vaccinated for hepatitis A. It's a crazy thing. Um, look at that, some CBS 8 news. Said I wouldn't do anything, but... Uh, I'm going to jump into my own hood. I am from San Diego. Why not look at some San Diego news? Um, hmm. NFL Players Union agrees to Veterans Day moment of silence. Of course they do. Alright. I got a rant. So, the big thing in the news is... Back in the day, well, not back in the day, a couple of months ago, um, people were kneeling for in football for, um, you know, okay, wait, wait, let's go back in time. This guy, Kaepernick, with a fro, he's a black dude, uh, well, half black, but he looks black, um, guy, and uh, he sits down, for, and so you got the national anthem, and he sits down, and... And uh, they're like, why, why are you sitting down? He's like, I'm not standing up because, you know, there's injustices going down. You know, like uh, black people are getting punished and fucked up, you know, because they're black, you know. It's, it's not right, you know. You can't have a, a black person get shot for nothing, you know. Like, it's just wrong. They're not treated fairly, you know. And uh, this one guy, he was a Green Beret, he was a football player, and he was like, hey, look, man, National Anthem, you know, what about the fallen soldiers that died for this country and your freedom? And he's like, you know what, you're right. So how about this? Let's compromise, you and I. I'll kneel. So that's what Kaepernick did. He, uh, he kneeled for the National Anthem. So although he was protesting... He was respecting uh, those fallen soldiers. And, and the Greenberry guy said that. That's actually how they came up to it. He goes, you know, when a fallen soldier dies, I'll kneel. You're supposed to kneel in respect to him. And that's why he kneels. Fast forward to this year. Uh, football players were doing that. They were, you know, National Anthem would come out and he would then um, kneel. And um, that was the thing people will be kneeling. Now, in respect to Kaepernick, who was, respect, who was trying to protest against, you know, fucking black people getting persecuted and shit. Well, this shit blew out of control, and everyone's fucking hating on them. And uh, they're hating on these people who are kneeling for, uh, you know, for black people, right? And then, uh, then Trump got involved somehow, because he's all of that is evil, according to the media. And he was like, anyone who doesn't stand for the National Anthem, fuck them. You know, and I understand that concept. You know, National Anthem is about respecting hum uh, America. America, fuck yeah. <sighs> but it got, it just got lost in translation, you know. Yeah. Alright. You know, you talk to any lawyer or defense lawyer, or persecutor. Just talk to them. And the ones that are defending black people, 
or white people or whatever, just a public defender, let's just say. Ask them. Ask them uh, what's up. Talk to them. Have a good conversation with them. They'll tell you. For some reason, black people get the harsher sentences more than a white person. That's a thing. That's a real thing. I mean, if they don't tell you that, then fucking liars. That's a true thing. It's just the way it is. Maybe that's going to change, you know, past 2017. But that's the thing. You know, we got white dude with weed. He gets like three weeks community service. You know, a black guy with weed and he's going to jail. That's happening. You got people get shot from behind. Uh, self-defense. How the fuck is it self-defense if you're shooting them from behind? How is that a thing? You know, I mean, that's a thing, you know. Uh, so th there's obviously something wrong, you know. And Homeboy is trying to bring attention to that. And the only way he, he knew, well, and the, he's a fucking goddamn football player. The fuck does he know? Is he Martin Luther King? Fuck no. But he knows that there's an injustice going on. So what does he fucking do? He goes and kneels. And people were like, fuck, fuck this guy. You know, he's just doing that national anthem and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, should he, should he protest? And he shouldn't protest at this time. He should protest at a different time. God damn it, you know. When fucking something's wrong, you got to protest at that point in time. You can't. You can't just decide, hey, I'm going to protest at this later time. If that was the case, Martin Luther King should have fucking waited until the ends of the earth. And nothing would be changed. Black people would still be drinking water from a different water fountain from white people. I mean, shit, he fucking protested at the time he needed to protest. And that's how protests work. And some, somehow it got hijacked, and we let that happen. And it's like we didn't learn from our mistakes. You know, I mean, you know, you got the, you, you got some president saying that, oh yeah, fuck them for protesting the national anthem. He ain't protesting the goddamn national anthem. He's just saying shit's wrong. This is my forum. You know, I mean, can you imagine if Trump existed as the president for when Rosa Parks sat down? I mean, she. <laughs> Sitting down on a bus. How how innocuous is that? You know, he's just, he's just sitting there. And what would he say at that time? He would say, what the fuck, you know? There's a time and place to protest. People are trying to go home. They're trying to get places on the bus. How dare you stay in the fucking bus, you know? And that is a conversation that's uh, happening right now with football. And... Uh, People are trying to band together. Well, Trump inserted himself, and so pff, football players being who they are, they ain't that bright. <laughs> They're all joining together. They're like, fuck you, Trump. We're st we stand with the people who stand for, you know, uh, standing against, you know, this whole, I don't know, injustice that's happening to black people. But that got lost in translation. Now it's really a conversation of protesting during the national anthem and uh well that's super fucked up because it all started out from Kaepernick who was Kaepernick who, who was just sitting down for the national anthem because he felt that his, his people were being persecuted I'm persecuted but like treated unfairly 
And then he did the righteous thing, and uh, he listened to his homeboy, the Green Beret. And by the way, uh, Green Beret is not just uh, a word. It's not just a title. I mean, you have to fucking earn that. Homeboy earned that. And uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a different special ops. He's special ops. Yeah, I fucking know. I, knew, I, knew, I know the story. He has a like a heart to heart with homeboy. Homeboy understands. Hey, for the fallen, I will kneel for them. You know, because they did die for something. You know, all the fallen who die, you know, seals that go out in war, the, the, the sailor who, when the San Francisco crashed into the fucking floor, he died, because he was part of a fucking entity that uh, defended this country. You know, and. Uh, he, he kneeled in that way, you know, for those people, you know, but he wanted his message to be uh, spread across. Now it's fucking ruined. People are just like, oh, yeah, I just want to watch football. I just want to, what the fuck, why are we having this combo? you know? I even have my best friends, my closest friends, whole wide world, I fucking lay in traffic for these guys, telling me, these fucking people with the protesting during a football game, you know, their national anthem, they're disrespecting uh, the people who died for this country. And in, re in retrospect, if you understand what he was doing, he was doing something for the country. And there is a problem here. I mean, there are people who are getting shot for nothing. I mean, a fucking exit wound comes from the front of a body. That means the person got shot in the back. Yeah, I mean, fear for your life if the person's running away. Get the fuck out. I mean, that's I think that's happening. Granted, some of these people are doing bad things, but other people are doing bad things too. I don't know why we have to single out one nationality. There is a thing going on, but people... The, the, the message gets hijacked by fucking other entities who have special interests. Even black people who are like on the side of righteousness or hijacking the whole conversation, you know, I mean, there are bad things that are happening and we're not just focusing on them. We're focusing on other aspects to improve other people's interests. <sighs> so that was my tangent on football. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I got into. I don't even know why I came up with that. But I am a nerd. Hear me roar. That's what I do. You know, Cabernet, any person who wants to protest should be allowed to protest. And that's the way it is. I mean, you shouldn't be shit on people for trying to protest. If really, if you really gave a fuck and you really wanted to be like, oh, you know what, I don't like this protest, uh, don't pay attention. Just ignore it. It'll go away. By talking about it, you're giving it merit. I mean, whether you're with or for, with it or against it, you yourself are uh, perpetuating this whole protest thing. You know, stupid. Smart movies don't give a fuck. This was anything. Someone's rapping about some shit you don't like, then don't listen to his music. That really fucks him up. Um, I'm going through the news, uh, and I'm drinking, so those are two bad things. And, uh, you know what, maybe I can find something cool.
I'm going to click on tech and it goes to finance. Uh, I think there's something wrong with the uh, the Yahoo site that I use. A new Star Wars trilogy in the works focusing on new characters. <sighs> Love me some Star Trek. But it seems like they're just... No, Star Trek, Star Wars. But it seems like they're just trying to drag that shit out. Grey's Anatomy at 300. Music supervisor Alexandra Patasavis on the show's memorable songs. Yeah, I love this show, Grey's Anatomy, but they just show a bunch of kids dying, really. And that really gets you. Of course you're going to cry when kids are dying. It's a good show, though. It gives you the feels. I'm just, my heart's hurting just thinking about it. It's a really good show, Grey's Anatomy. Maybe because I'm in the medical field. Am I? Am I really? Uh, Daddy's home. Police rent runner. Lots of rape going. Sam Rockwell. That's a good actor. I want him to do good things. Poor Louis C.K. He got caught with the masturbating in front of women move. Um, uh, he brought these two girls to his home or his hotel late at night after three. And he was drunk probably. He took it upon himself to start masturbating in front of them. Bad move, homie. And you're famous. That sucks. That sucks. You're done. <laughs> you're just fucking done, homie. I mean, I don't know what to say, Louis. Uh, you were doing so good, but you, you came too close to the sun. Now they're gonna fucking ruin your life. You're done. There's nothing you could do. You should have jacked off in front of them. It's pretty vulgar saying that word, you know. That's, that's what you did. Let's read some science now. See if we can get into some shit. I'm drunk. Let's do this. Bill Nye, the science guy. Ugh. Bill Nye is an engineer. Self-proclaimed science guy, and I heard some people give him shit. And I know he's trying to capitalize on the whole climate change. In fact, if uh, if there was an issue regarding monsters or something like that, he'd jump on that train. But fuck all of you guys. I mean, I know I hated his show, the Netflix show that he came out with. It's terrible. But fuck all you guys, dude. Bill Nye inspired millions. You know, when he when he made that stupid show of his. He, he started doing like little science uh, things, and I mean, he truly is a—he is a smart guy. It's just he's just trying to capitalize on the whole climate change, you know. Fuck it, he wants attention. I get it. That's why he's had all that surgery, you know, to try to stay young. And I know he wants an attention. I want—he's an attention whore. I get that. But truth be told, man, when I was young, in my age, when I was in the 90s, I mean, he had his show. He he was the first Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know. He 
he brought science and I mean fuck people were all into him because he was funny and there was science he's an engineer so people think oh he's not a real scientist but goddamn that's a title oh title you know, to have a PhD to be a scientist most people think that but you could just be a scientist you know shit I mean god damn it you could just be a person who reads in lots of books and just know a lot of shit why not be a scientist the fuck is a college degree really I mean if homeboy is all about learning about shit and knowing shit I mean let him be the scientist I mean Bill Nye fuck it I know attention war extravaganza guy but fuck he got people into shit and now he's trying to capitalize on some <sighs> climate change fuck him who cares? I mean, at least he's trying to get people interested in science. I really just don't like his TV show. It was really terrible. My kid liked it. And fuck, I'm all about science. You know, if my kid wants to be a scientist, more power to him. And, uh, I mean, Bill Nye, thank you. I mean, even if you're a attention war. And that's the thing about heroes. I mean, that sometimes you do bad shit to do good things. I mean, he's doing bad shit in the sense of trying to get attention, but, uh, He's doing it for good reason. Um, hmm, let's verify that. You, uh, crockpot. Fascinating. God damn, I want some more news. So we can riff on news. Let's see if I can watch. Okay, guys. Attack on Titan. What I'm going to do is break down the first episode, which is 20 some odd minutes. And I'm going to break it down for you guys 25 minutes there you go I'm gonna break it down for you guys and uh, I'm gonna do commentary upon this episode it's on your Netflix if you don't have Netflix you suck but uh, that's pretty much it get, get on Netflix watch Attack of Titan and we'll go through that I'm going to watch the episode with you guys I'm gonna tell you when the Attack on Titan Uh, Attack on Titan is an anime, and I, I wish to break this episode down and uh, do a commentary track. So as you're watching it, you cue it up at the same time that I cue it up. And then uh, you watch it at the same time I watch it. And then I'll explain shit as it's going on. And uh, that's about it. So here we go. Uh, episode 1, Season 1, Episode 1, Attack on Titan on Netflix get there and I'm gonna press play and three two one go there's a dog barking shit's happening and uh, there's a big red hand opening a gate oh that's a colossal Titan shit I strongly recommend watching the subtitle version. Or maybe watch the dub version, but the subtitle version is best. So, the music's pretty good. But this is basically a huge titan is opening, is on a wall. That is 50 meters tall, I think. 
and no giant has ever gone over that. Right now, they're showing giants and uh, they're showing people running around on their horses in the water. It's raining. Um, they're talking about they're going to use their omnidirectional gear. Omnidirectional gear. What that is is just uh, omni, meaning all. Directional, meaning directional, like all directions. And gear, meaning it's an object that does something in all directions. And what these guys are doing is they're using these um, hook shots that let them climb in all directions. And then they, they're oh, I love the intro song. So people, if you're watching this, you're watching the intro to this uh, episode, and holy shit is it epic. You should have this at level, volume, 100%. Do, 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 through the name of the crushed flower was unknown. The fallen bird grieved for the wind. Ooh, I'm getting goosebumps just watching this shit. You should be getting goosebumps too, but you don't understand what you're watching. This is all new to you. You've never watched anime before, you. It's it's like the first time you've uh, you're about to get make love. You're just like nervous. <laughs> you're nervous. You don't know what to say, what to do. Uh, but you know this is right. It feels so good. And that's this show right here. You're just it's a whole new thing. You know it's a uh, it's interesting. It's unique. It's different. How do we do this? What are we doing? Yeah. You know? Watching this show. What the fuck is going on? You know, that kind of thing. Tetsuo Karaki. You know. Fucking, what's that guy flipping? What's what, what are these people jumping up? That's what you're thinking. Why are all these people flying up there? What's going on? Why are there so many people in the sky? Bunch of comics. And the song just keeps on going. Do, 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 do. I am through to you in 2000. Years, the fall of Shingon Shani, part one. We're looking at some flowers. Anime doesn't. Oh, blood everywhere. Explosions. Explosion of blood everywhere. This guy wakes up. Aaron wakes up. That's the main character, Aaron. He's with his sister, his adopted sister, of course. She's cool. Mikasa, that's her name. They're just chilling. Beautiful area. Behind a huge wall. That's how the anime starts. It starts telling you, you know, you got a character who dreams, a character who watches over the character who dreams behind a wall. Pretty much tells you a whole fucking show right there. is a trope and what the trope is a is a like uh, how they have actors that are typecasted meaning Anthony Hopkins he's always the smart white guy ha, I never noticed that before you got some priests talking about how the walls are important
the main character saying, don't let anyone know that I cried because I'm a wuss. Ugh. And then his sister's like hardcore saying something like, hey, maybe you should tell your dad you cry a lot. And he's like, I can't. I'm a dude. I'm a bro. We are at 2010. 20 minutes and 9 seconds, 20 minutes and 7 seconds. Just in case you didn't know. Got some random guy drinking on duty. He's like a protector of all these people. And he's drunk as fuck. I love it. So the main character is like, hey man, how do you expect to fight if you're drunk? If, if, if the giants, who, that's the main enemy. This is like basic, the show is fucking basically The Walking Dead. But with giants. And the main character is like, hey, what the fuck, dude? If you're drunk, how in the fuck are you able to fight bad guys? Homeboy doesn't give a fuck. A giant hasn't come in the last hundred years. They're, they're all talking about. And um, the main character's like, Hey, look, fool. You know, I mean, that's when the most most dangerous. You know, you guys are complacent. Hundred years, no bad guys. Shit. Ain't no war. Which, if you think about it, I mean, think about life. I mean, that's the worst time to not, not fear death is when you, you, you think to yourself, yeah, there's no such thing. And then all of a sudden, boom, you get hit by a car. Or boom, you get hit by a cop who shot you from the back to the front because he feared for his life. Yeah, great show. Here, you've got two philosophies of thought. You got peacetime, and in peacetime, you have a bunch of people who fight, who are supposed to fight the war, and they're they know it's peacetime, so they're gonna fucking fuck around and do nothing. Then you got the youth. The youth is like, hey, look, man, anytime bad guys could come. From his perspective, it makes sense, though. In reality, it's not like that. But in this cartoon, this anime, it makes sense. He's like, look, there are fucking giants out there. They will fucking kill us. And uh, these guys who are the people who are supposed to protect everyone, they're drinking on the job. Because in the last hundred years, they haven't seen any any um, giants. As far as they know, danger is a myth. Right now they're talking about the scout regiment for the giants. So what the scout regiment is, is just a, a bunch of people who go outside the gates of their walled city and uh, get reconnaissance, like understand what the giants do. They go on missions to understand their enemy. They've been doing this for a hundred years, or whatever. And the main good guy, Aaron, he wants to be one of these giants. The plot twist is that Aaron isn't really the main character. Or could I be lying? Who knows? You have to watch the show.
So Aaron's happy to see the scouts. The scouts right now are walking, and they're shame. They're, they feel like they have shame. People are dead and missing body parts. Everyone's sad. All the scouts are sad because when they go out there, they fucking lose because they're fighting giants. Giant, giant people. That are crazy. Right now, an old lady's asking where her son's at. She's not seeing him. They all know. This is a shot of tequila. Oof. All they have left of this lady's kid is a hand, I think, or a leg. And everyone's just watching in silence. It's a hand. She's sad. That's all that's left on. The giants, they eat people. That's what they do. If you're watching this episode with me right now. She's crying uncontrollably, you know, because, you know, she gave birth to this guy, and uh, fast forward 26 years, was he useful, she says. Tell me that despite his missing hand, his sacrifice gave us a better chance. She screams to him, telling him, was he worth humanity? You know, was his sacrifice? Of course he was. You know, she. He, this guy says he's part of the scouts. He knows that this guy sacrificed his life for everything, even if it was for nothing. It was for something because he sacrificed his life for all of humanity. Oh, but he gave up. It was all futile. Oh, big burp. So, I guess when they go out to do these missions to, to find out stuff, they don't always find out stuff. Yeah. They went out there to learn about the giants, their enemy, and I guess they didn't discover anything. That's why they feel like shit. So... Right now in this episode, Jesus, Mikasa's strong. Misaka, she's strong. So check it. So uh, the, the scouts went out there. They learned nothing, and people died. Shit sucks. People were talking shit. Aaron's like, "Fuck you!" Beats on that dude. Masaka does not give a fuck about anything but this guy. The world could burn for all she cares. So when Homeboy was talking about the scouts, like how shitty they were, uh, he, Aaron, being who he is, hits the random guy who was talking shit, and Masaka grabs him up, yanks him away, because, you know, they get him into trouble. She'll want that to happen. Right now we're at Aaron being sad-faced and with his mom. And they're just talking about firewood and shit. 
just living life. Right now, at this point in time, watching this anime, they're living life. And the mother is doing dishes, and he and Aaron is, for some reason, all about his dad. And he doesn't know where his dad's at. I guess this is this is a thing. So the scouts go out there, learn about the giants. Sometimes they don't learn about the giants, and they die. Aaron, the main character, is he is wanting to be part of the scouts, which is a futile thing. Uh, scouts go out there, learn about the giants, and this should be a good thing, right? But most people don't see that. And Aaron wants to join them because he understands the concept. He says, if I go out there, I'll learn shit. So the husband is leaving. They don't really explain this. So the dad is talking about some secret key, talking about his basement. That's a big deal, I guess. It becomes a real big deal at the end of the show, but right now it's just a, a little big deal. Aaron's an idiot. He's just thinking that people are living like sheep. Masaka fucking loves this guy. There's a reason why, but we're not there yet. I won't discuss that until we get to that part. Uh, we're into this one part where this one kid, which I thought was a girl, is actually a dude. His name is Armin. He's getting fucked up by three guys. Because he's a small little guy. They're fucking his shit up. Aaron shows up to defend his best friend. And uh, these three dudes are going to fuck his shit up. But then they saw his sister. And that's when they got scared. Because she's fucking Wonder Woman. Dude, that Masaka is badass. Never, never ever... Uh, say that Masaka sucks because in Masaka we trust. She is a badass. They got scared for a reason. But you don't know that. As you're watching, they're just like, what the fuck? What's so special about her? It's because she's badass. So, right now we're at a part where Aaron's just bitching. He's just fucking complaining about how life is so easy behind the walls and at any time there's a bunch of giants out there that are ready to kill you but it's been like that for a hundred years but he's on point he's on task see Aaron's pissed because Masaka, who loves this guy, is told on him, said, hey man, he wants to join the scouts, 
And Aaron's like, hey, what the fuck? Why'd you rat me out, homie? I thought we were brother and sister. Why would you rat me out? He doesn't really think of her as a sister. He just thinks of her as some lady who's living with him. That's how it is. And she is fucking in love with this guy. And she uses the excuse that that's his brother. But she, she fucking loves this dude. Because he's a good guy. He's a real good guy. He's an idiot, you know? And, and what makes him awesome is he's truthful. Now, at... Where are we at here? If you're watching this with me at the same time, I time-marked it. We're at 7.50. An explosion just happened. Shit is about to hit the fan. There is a giant at their wall. Now, Aaron's always been worried about... <sighs> about this giant finally coming through the gate and there he is the colossal giant they call him and he is the size of the wall 50 meters high they say it's the first giant to be that big you'll find it that in later episodes he's it's an abnormality for giants to be that big abnormal they call him and every abnormal has its own power. This abnormal has a big booty. Or is huge. Naked dude. He kicks the wall open. To where all the people are at. And after a hundred years, the wall that was never broken made by giants is open. Because this colossal giant. Shit is crazy. People are getting killed by rocks and parts of the wall. Now the giants who have been waiting to jump inside this wall are going there. And uh, the giants are like zombies. All they want to do is eat. Weird too because they're like smiling. Craziest fucking thing ever. smashed by rocks. Giants are jumping in there. I have to tell you, if you're watching this anime, as I'm watching it, you're in for a treat because Netflix has all the episodes and this show is awesome. People are dead. Shit's happening. Aaron's trying to save people randomly. And so for the first time ever, Aaron is seeing giants in his city. And you have giants that look weird, too. The giants are like androgynous, giant people. Giants that breach the wall. Aaron, you gotta get him out of here. Take Mikasa and run. Masaka, I should say. I keep saying Mikasa. So the mother knows she's going to die. 
Aaron's looking at his mom, and he's having a convo with his mom, and he knows he needs to save her. Masaka lives in the real world. She, and for the first time ever, this drunk guy has to actually do his job. The drunk guy says he's gonna save everybody. I guess he's looking at the smiling giant and uh, freaks him out. Because he's never seen that before. He picks up Aaron, the main character, and his sister. Well, his adopted sister. <sighs> this part hurts me every time. Aaron's remembering his mother, seeing tears come from her eyes. <sighs> Aaron. Aaron's mother knows what's going to happen. She says, don't go. She's the what? Her uh, son to watch this. She doesn't want to die either. Whew. Aaron's watching his mother uh, fight. Fight death. Aaron's watching his mother get eaten by this giant. Aaron's beyond grief at this. God damn it. Oh, Jesus Christ. God, I'm fucking bitter in half. Aaron. On that day, humanity remembered. Aaron has just witnessed his mother dying, and he is only a child. He's probably 13 at this time. Let's watch this. The humiliation of being present, just not knowing what to do. Whew, man, it's rough. And then the episode ends. And of course, because I don't give a fuck about a lot of things, I'm gonna go to the second episode. We're gonna do the exact same fucking thing. We are watching the next episode that's happening as I'm drinking. And uh, if you're watching this with me, we are at, uh, we're going to start it in three. Oh, I'm at 2408. Okay, guys, for listening, or girls, for listening, I'm at 2408. I'm going to press play in three on the second episode. So it's called the season one, episode two, the day. The Fall of the Shinganshina, Part 2. We're going to watch this episode together, team. And we're going to we're gonna be drunk about this. Well, I am. And then uh, you watch it, whatever. So, I'm at 2408. I'm going to uh, press play in 3, 2, 1, go. So, the shit fucking episode's starting. 
uh, circles. The first appeared over a hundred years ago. Giant humanoid creatures with the taste for blood. They're showing uh, a bunch of people getting eaten. <sighs> if we're watching it with me, there's a bunch of people, a bunch of fucking giants are eating people. Ugh, grab a beer, put it in my hand. The survivors of the giants erected three walls. They called it Maria, Rose, and Cena. What that means is Maria has, is a, wall, a huge wall, and there's people in between Maria and Cena. And whatever the fuck the other wall was. There's three walls. So in the inner wall, right now we have the intro going on. It's pretty fucking badass. Uh, if you've never seen it before, watch it. So you can be like, what the fuck is happening? But basically, okay, so what we got going on here is a wall. So you have the outer circle of the wall, and that's most of your poor people. And then you have a second layer wall, that's your middle class, and you have the inner circle of another wall called Maria or whatever the fuck, and that's your rich people, the king and whatever. And basically it's supposed to represent the uh, uh, middle class, lower class, and rich class, whatever, you know. And of course, the most heroic people are the poor people, because that's that's how it is. Poor people have to work hard to become something, and by that quality alone, they are very important people. But that's only in a situation of death and destruction. I mean, uh, we don't have that going on right now. <sighs> Drinking, being drunk. Alright, so the episode starts with people being dead. Crows, of course, eating the dead. Uh, fuck you, crow. Fuck you and your ah. Uh. So you got people who believe in the giant people as like part of a gospel of theirs it's a religion <sighs> they think that the, these giants are coming down because that's the way it is so this is the second episode uh, people need to know what's up giant people are fucked up this giant guy is going to eat this lady Yep, picked her up by the head and ate her. Fought to fix earth and heart and limbs. One zealot, this church guy, he's talking mad church shit. He thinks that giants are the next coming. And giants don't give a fuck. They're going to eat them. And they ate them. They ate that priest. Probably fuck little kids, because what priests do. Not all of them, but some of them. And because people don't acknowledge that, you know, fuck. This is bad.
<laughs> so the main character's pissed off because mother just got killed. The character who was drunk earlier. He puts this shit on her. On these kids. He goes, hey look man, the reason why your mom died is because you're weak. And he's trying to reason with this kid. He's like, the reason the kid, your mom died is because I didn't have enough courage to fight a fucking giant. I'm just, I'm just not brave enough. Yeah, I'd pay us back in the second season, I'll tell you what. Saka can't believe this shit's going on. She's in her own little world. She's like, oh shit, this happened again. But she's been through tragedy. And here she is a second time. But she's way stronger. These giants eat people. That's what they do. They're eating people. That shit's going down. That's what they do. They eat people. They don't know why. They just eat people. So what happens is everyone behind that wall is trying to get onto these boats. And these boats will take them to the next wall. Out of the reach of these giants. It's weird. They said that the city was, a, was made to attract giants. The way it's shaped was uh, in a way where the giants would break the wall, go in there, kill as many people, and that's it. So everyone living there is rushing to get to these boats. Armin, who's a super genius, is on the one of these boats. His best friends, Aaron and Mikasa, oh. are there. <laughs> Basically, people are trying to escape. And in this part of the anime, people are just fucking killed. <laughs> They're shooting cannons and shit at those giants. But they heal. The only way to kill a giant is cut what they call the nape of the neck. It's the back end of your neck. And once you cut that part, the giant dies. And the other part... The giant regenerates. Even if you knock their head off, they'll regenerate their head. You have to kill the back of their neck in some kind of triangle pattern. Oh shit. So people are trying to float across. They're so afraid that the giants that are there that they're trying to fly across. that. <sighs> Jump onto the boat that's trying to get to them to the next wall. And they're shooting at the giants and shit. 
Hmm. We're watching this. We're at uh, 1546. Uh, they're dropping some walls for the Giants to go through. Yeah, I'm drunk. Let's do a submarine story as I'm watching these people hold back this drunk guy. Another giant. Big steps. Oh, look. Armored giant is looking around. We'll see what we do. So the armored giant is going to run. He's different from other giants. He's running towards another wall. So first they had a giant that's huge and he breaks the wall. Now you have an armored giant who cannot be destroyed. Yeah, he's a huge giant and he's running really fast. Now he broke the door. Everyone's flying away because he broke the door. <sighs> so the armored giant went through the gate and opened the other wall. Everyone's freaked out by that, though. <clears throat> so, main character is looking at at the uh, destroyed everything, the wall, everything, and he's like, what the fuck just happened? <sighs> so this is the part wall, Maria, that's the main gate, blew up. People are talking about how the walls were penetrated and how could that have been? You know, uh, let me throw a Navy story out. Oh, I'm drunk. I will totally upload all of this podcast. So I can represent drug people around the world. Uh, there's a bunch of giants. I went through the gate. Everyone's freaked out. 
Alright, I'm gonna go to bed. I'm wasted. Um, know this, Aaron, at the very end of it, is gonna profess his everlasting hatred of all the giants. And, uh, that is what's gonna happen. And then he's like, oh, I'm gonna fuck them up so bad. That's what he says. I am super drunk. And I can't even see straight right now. So I'm going to end this podcast because I'm just rambling. Um, if you have any thoughts about anything, and you're watching Attack on Titan, and you finished the second episode, which I couldn't have done while podcasting, email me at uh, podcastforme at gmail.com. Again, that is podcastforme at gmail.com. And you guys have a great day. Bye.